Amen. Take it away, Larry. Hey, guys. Loud, nice and loud. I'm Larry, and me and my wife lead the discipleship school here. And if you haven't applied and you want to, or you have any questions about it, like Maggie said earlier, you should hit me up, and I would love to discuss it with you. Uh, But I have the honor and privilege of welcoming somebody that I like quite a bit, and it is my father-in-law, and he leads a parenting ministry uh, that him and his wife started a couple years ago, and we get the privilege of hearing him speak about the last part of our series on healthy family, and um, something I love about them is that their whole family, every single one of them, kids and parents, all love God, and not just like they uh, go to church, but they, they love God, they spend time with him, uh, they dig into his word and get to know him, and also, they are all very intentional with each other, which is not how my family grew up, and so it is so fun to get to be a part of their family, but let's all stand and give him a warm welcome as he comes up, Don Manning. Thank you so much. You know, I was thinking the last time I was here, uh, Madeline was preaching, and so I don't know how many father-daughter preaching teams we have, but, but I guess we do here. Um, super excited to be here today. Uh, Antioch, I feel like there's two Antiochs. There's the big A Antioch, the one that has so many locations all over the world, and then there's NWA Antioch, the one here, and both of them have blessed my family greatly. Um, Antioch has just been a covering over my three daughters and provided me two and almost three sons-in-laws. Uh, you know, Parker, you just got one more week to bail. But uh, before, but there, uh, so we have been blessed and uh, we only have one son-in-law that's not an Antioch son-in-law and I still like him too. But um, so just super excited to be here, super blessed to be here, super privileged to be here. Um, we are finishing this series uh, that uh, Mitchell started called Healthy Relationships. And so uh, I, I went through some notes that he sent me and um, loved it when he did the single message and said that, uh, well, I'll get the exact quote, it said that, um, that single people are complete in God thought that was just profound. You need to hear that, single people, that you, you're not waiting on your next step, and you're not about to be something. You are something, and you are preparing for something as well, and it relates to today, but I love it that you are complete in God. And then he did a, a marriage series that the two become one flesh. We just finished a marriage course for our ministry, Crazy Cool Family And um, that's what God says. He says that the two become one flesh, not two separate people, but they join together. And I love that uh, message he did. And then uh, he did a great practical parenting. How many of you are parents? We got a few that are parents. There we go. And uh, so a great practical parenting message. And and so today we're going to wrap it up with the big picture of family. So I want, you, I want you to kind of think about this. I want you to think that, you know, Larry did such a great introduction of our family, and we talked about our ministry a little bit, and I want you to picture that, like, you were talking to Larry, and he told you that picture, and then you saw me over there, and you said, okay, that dude, I mean, he looks a little old, 
and, and, you know, and he's a little dorky, but, you know, Larry vouches for him, and I know he's, he's Madeline's dad, so I'm going to go over there and ask him. I'm just going to, I'm going to be brave, and I'm going to ask him and say, hey, you've been doing family a long time. You got this ministry that ministers to family. Tell me how to do family. Just tell me what family looks like. And so I say, all right, that's great. Let's sit down. Let's have some Let's have some breakfast, let's have some lunch, let's have some coffee, and let me give you a roadmap. I'm going to give you a big picture roadmap on how to do family. Do you have a, do you, let me just ask you, do you, if you're here, you know, if you, do you have a few minutes for that? And now, if you're single, you might say, okay, I'm out of here. I'm, I, I don't need this, and, and please don't do that, because that would be rude, for one. But also, there's something here for you, because what you're going to find is, is if you're single, you're going to be doing the same, a lot of the same things when you're married and when you're in parenting that you're doing right now. And so, and also, no matter where you are, you may say, hey, my, um, my marriage is in the ditch, and so I can't, I don't have any vision for family. Or, you know, you might say, I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed with life. But you know what? No matter where you are, what I'm going to show you today, you're going to start right here. No matter where you are, no matter where you are in life. And remember, too, that no matter where you are, you are also in a family. You are a son or a daughter in a family. And so what I'm going to show you today, this roadmap for family, applies to you, too, in the family you're in today. You may not be the leader of that family. You may be a son or daughter of that family. But it's going to apply to you as well, okay? Is everybody with me? Okay, so we're going to have a journey of family, and so we're going to go with it. And no matter where you are, it's where you start. And, the, and, and so first, I'm going to sit down with you, and I'm going to say, look, if you're going to know, if you're going to go somewhere with family, you've got to know where you're going, right? If we're going to take a trip, we've got to know our destination. What is the destination of family? What does God say the destination of family is? The destination is love. The destination is not perfection. The destination is not even improvement. The destination is not us all being the same. The destination is love. How do we know that? Because God is love, 1 John 4, 8 tells us. It says God is love. And if God is love, then that's where we're going in family is to love. And even in Matthew 22, when it said he, they said, Jesus, what's the most important thing in Matthew twenty two thirty six? And he said, what did he say? He said, love. He didn't say obey. He didn't say, he said, love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And he said, this is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. What did he say? Love your neighbor what? As yourself, okay? So the, the first commandment is love. We start out loving God. And from that, we receive God's love and we love ourselves. Not with some puffed up love, but we receive God's love and we love out of his love, which allows us to love our neighbor, okay? Now, who's our most important neighbor? It's that lady sleeping in my bed. It's, that, it's those kids that are sleeping down the hall or, or, or upstairs that sometimes come sleep in our beds. 
right? It's the older kids that we're uh, with. It's our moms and dads. It is the people we love. Our most important neighbors are us, our, our family. And so our destination is love. And then you may say, well, Don, what about purpose? I mean, are we all just going to sit around and love each other? I mean, is that what we do? We just sing Kumbaya, we, you know, roast marshmallows and just, you know, I just, I love you. I, I love you. Yes, I love you. Oh, I love you. You know, is that what we do? We just say over and over, I just, I love you. No, but think about it. Your best purpose comes from God's purposes in your life. Your best purposes come from love. When, you, when deepening love becomes your destination, the purposes of your life then become fulfilling instead of empty. They become unified instead of divisive. You see, think about, think about like a business. When a business goes after money first, people run away from it because they understand the business is greedy. But when a business pursues excellence first, people flock to it because they're serving and loving the people, and so therefore they'll give their money to it, right? Well, it's the same way. When we pursue love first, right purposes come from love. Everybody with me? Your destination is what? Love. So how do we get there, all right? How do we get to love as our destination? Well, Jesus said it again in Matthew 22. The way you get to love in your family is through one word he gives us in Matthew 22, and that is relationships. Jesus said that love comes through relationships. First to God, we love the Lord God with all our heart, soul, and mind. It's a two-way street, and then we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And so... Now I can give you how to build. And so you say, okay, if love's our destination and we build it through relationships, how do we build relationships? In a crazy cool family, we say we build a house. So let's pull our crazy cool family house up there. All right. This is so um, we, um, let me see where I'm at. So realize that Suzanne and I have been parenting for 30 years. We parented seven kids, and then we also have studied family for 30 years. We've, we've studied our Bible. We've, we've been to every conference you can think of. We've read every book you can think of. Why? Because we're passionate about family, and we've literally taught thousands of parents how to do family. And out of all that, we said, okay, what is one? If I could say, remember, I'm sitting down across from you, and I have one page I can give to you that gives you a roadmap for family. This is our best attempt, and this is what we're going to go over. As I'm sitting across from you, I'm going to put that piece of paper in your hand, and I'm going to say, this is the roadmap to do family. And it starts with relationships. And you'll notice there, there's three commitments in that. The big, bold letters are pursue God, build relationships, and create culture. It starts with pursue God. It's at the top of the house for a reason. And you will, um, at Crazy Cool Family, there's two things we say to every person. One of them is, is that the best fathers and mothers are first sons and daughters of the king. You hear that? The best fathers and mothers are first 
sons and daughters of the king. And we'll also say this, the best thing you can do for your family is to present your family the healthiest version of you. That, and see, single people, that's what you're doing right now. You're becoming healthy. And you're deepening your health because I promise you, if you enter your marriage broken and you stay broken, you are going to have, most likely, unless you have the most amazing spouse ever, you are going to have a broken marriage and you're going to have broken relationships with your kids. And you're going to be sad about that because there's nothing worse than a broken family. I'm telling you, I've seen it happen over and over and over again. No, it's the most saddest, depressing thing when your kid doesn't love Jesus, when your marriage is breaking apart. All those things, you start out with, you start out with pursuing God. It's not about everybody else. It's about you and God to start out with. You know, um, it, because here's what happens. When we operate out of a healthy self, when we operate out of a healthy self in our marriage and in our parenting, we become inspiring parents and inspiring spouses instead of hurtful parents and spouses. We become calm instead of angry. We become joyful instead of frustrated all the time. It all starts, we say, really, does it all start with me? It absolutely starts with you. And so, how do we love ourselves? How do we, Jesus said that we love ourselves, right? In Matthew 22, how does it happen? We see ourselves as God sees us. That's how we learn to love ourselves. We see, look at Romans 14, Romans 8, 14 through 17. It says, and, and what he's saying here is, is you're no longer an orphan. You're a child of the king. And when you see yourself like that, it changes everything. It says, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. Not might be, not are going to be, not if you do something right, you will be. For those who are led, who accept the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear. Again, rather the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by Him we cry, Abba. Father, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are also heirs. We are heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If we indeed, if we share in his sufferings in order that we may share in his glory, who you are, who you believe you are will determine what you do in life. How you act in your family will be a function. And, and the question is, are you an orphan? Are you a child of the king? And how you answer that question will determine a lot of how you interact with your family. Pursue God is the top of our crazy cool family house. Don't forget, always, wherever you are in your journey, whether you are single or you are married or you are a parent and married or whatever it is, we always have to make ourselves healthy, okay? Let's dig a little deeper. The next one, it just says build relationships. And now I want to push over to a, if you'll see in this doc, in, in the middle of build relationships, there's a diagram in there with God at the top and all these pretty little people in there. Well, next, let's go to our family dashboard, which is next. So all that is, 
is an explosion of the middle of that diagram. Does that make sense? So all I've done is taken that middle of that diagram and made it into what we call our family dashboard. And all it is is a diagram of all the relationships in your home. And you see that there's, um, that there's lots of different lines going in there. And I'll tell you this. So go those lines. So goes your family. Your family will be determined by how deep and how, if those lines are broken. Let me give you some examples. I just said, if, if God conquers your anger in your life, if that parent-to-God relationship works, you won't be an angry person. You won't be an angry parent, right? If the marriage line, if I know my spouse, if I know my kids, I'm going to be able to have the wisdom to parent them well. It, or, no, I don't parent my wife, but I mean, but sometimes I try, but it doesn't really work. Um, but she tries to me too. But if, if our kids love each other instead of don't love in each other, they will invest in each other instead of fight with one another. If my kids love Jesus, they're going to be the easiest kids to parent. And if you, as we walk through this diagram, we found over our years of parenting, there's five types of relationships in your home. And we'll walk through them real quick. There's the one we've been talking about, the parent-to-God relationship. Then there's the marriage. Then there's the parent-to-kid relationship. Then there's kid-to-kid. And there's kid-to-God. Is everybody with me? There's five types of It really... It makes me feel better because there, in my family, there's, if you multiply those relationships out, in a family of two kids, there's 10. If there's three, there's 15. If there's four, there's 21. goes 28. Mine's at like 40-something because I got seven kids, right? So there's all these relationships, but I don't... But really what happens is I learn the five types of relationships, and it all works. And so when you become a... When you start your family, even what you're working towards here, you want to become an expert in the relationships in your home. You want to become an expert at pursuing God. That's what Antioch teaches you through discipleship, to become an expert in pursuing God. You want to become an expert in, not only do I want to connect with my spouse, but I also want to become an expert in marriage. I want to learn about marriage. I want to learn about my kids. I want to learn about how to parent them. I want to learn about how to teach my kids to love Jesus. I want to present to them a Jesus that's worth following. All that are things you learn as you deepen your relationship. And what happens is, as you learn the relationship game, every family that does this, every parent that does this, your relationships start to change. Your, the, the tensions in your marriage start to melt. The, uh, your children respond in a more healthy way to you because you're responding in a healthier way to them. Are you following? Your kids start getting along. It's the most amazing thing. Your kids start being receptive to the things of God because they become interested in the things of God. You know, so often, it's the parent that is driving all of that behavior in the home. And you think, oh my goodness, what responsibility? I think, no, what opportunity? 
We, God, God entrusts us with this opportunity that if we do it well, starting with pursuing God, it will filter all down through our home. And I tell people all the time that I have seven kids and family is the easiest thing I do every day now. Why? Because all of those are good. And when those are good, family becomes amazing instead of so difficult. I mean, it'd be a heck of a lot easier if there wasn't so many of them. I mean, and now there's sons-in-laws and there's grand. I mean, it's like I see this like tsunami coming. It's like this big thing, this big wave is coming because there's going to be like 112 grandkids. But, and we've got to like build a coliseum somewhere for all of them to come sometime. But you know what I say? Bring it on. Because it's a blessing. Because I get to get the benefit. Years of investment in these things I'm telling you. And you know what I get the benefit of? It's what God says in Matthew 11, 28 through 30. He says, come all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Family becomes so much easier and so much more fulfilling when we focus on relationships. Okay? So then you say, okay, I'm with you. I, I believe my destination is love. I'm going to pursue God. I want to build relationships. How do we do that? How do you build, how do you learn to build relationships? Well, go back to our crazy cool family house, and we get to the last part, the foundation. And the foundation of your house is to create culture. What is culture? Culture is the atmosphere of your home. Do you think about the home you grew up in? What was that? Or think about the home you're creating now. What is the atmosphere like? Is it loving? Is it joyful? Is it tense? Is it full of fear? Is it full of joy? Is it full of fun? Or what? The, that's what, everybody, everybody with me, what culture's about. You create an environment. It's, think of it like a greenhouse. We're trying to create a greenhouse in our home where relationships can flourish. If a plant has the right water and if we have the right, um, if we have the right soil and we, have the, and we protect it from the harsh sunlight and we put the right elements in there, what's going to happen with that plant? It's going to grow, right? And it's going to grow in that environment. Guess what? As parents, we create a culture where the relationships in our family can flourish. We don't worry so much about the outside because if, if we grow it right on the inside... Outside's not going to have any power. You make sense? Are you with me? We worry so much as parents about the out. We worry so much about what's going to happen on the outside. It was a revelation to us. God said, focus on the inside. Build the inside, and the outside can't penetrate at that point. So how do you build culture? How do you build a healthy culture in your home? Well, we've Again, over time, studying this, we, again, we, we like simple, in case you haven't known. We like one page. We like everything to be as simple as possible. It doesn't mean it's not um, deep, but it's simple. It's kind of like the things of Jesus. They're, they're simple, but they're deep, and they're not easy to implement. It takes time, but you can understand them. We found four elements that are so critical, and I'm going to go through those quickly. One of them is encouragement. 
We become encouraging parents instead of critical parents, encouraging spouses instead of critical parents or spouses because God says encouragement draws out the heart. And we, and so at Crazy Cool Family, we say that we encourage extravagantly and we correct carefully. We flip it. Usually we are short with our encouragement and big with our criticism, and we want to flip it. And we also talk about the next one is, is safety, and it all kind of relates because not physical safety, but we want to create an environment where everyone in our home can share their hearts freely. That most, think about your childhood. Mine was like this. By the time that I was in middle school or high school, I, my parents got one-word answers. Why? Because the environment was not created for me to share freely. I didn't feel safe. My mom would be upset if she heard that. Can't ever show us this video, I guess. But you know what? That's the parent's fault. Because the parent has not created the environment for their kids to share with them. If you think about those, encouragement and safety go together because encouragement is how we give to our kids. And safety is how we listen and receive. And so the more we learn to listen and receive and to talk to our kids in a way that, that encourages their um, connection with us, that deepens the relationship, the more, we're gonna, the more they're going to listen back to us, the more they're going to be inspired. We talk about our third one is discipline. And uh, in so many ways, we don't even like to use the word discipline by itself because to most people, discipline means punishment and it means restriction and it means correction. So we put relational discipline behind it because the goal in discipline is not to punish or correct. It's part of it. But the goal in discipline is to move them from parent control to self-control, to inspire our children to love and believe God and to follow his ways on their own. That's what, when Larry comes up and says, my kids love God, you know, I'm not forcing them to have a Bible study on their own. I'm not forcing them to, my son Michael's living with us this summer every morning he gets up and he has his Bible at the kitchen table. It's not like he's getting in trouble if he doesn't do that. It's not like he's getting grounded. You know, he just does it because he is following Jesus. Well, that's what, that's what we want out of discipline. We want to have self-control. And the last one's unity. Unity just means that we, uh, Psalm 133 says that how good it is when God's people live together in unity, that God loves unity. But yet, think about it. Unity does not mean we're all the same. It means we, because God created us unique. And how many of you grew up and all your brothers and sisters were exactly the same? We have seven kids. None of them are the same. Suzanne and I are very different people. How do you bring unity into a home? Yet, yet God says unity is important. How do you bring unity in your home? You take unique people and you unite them under common values. You celebrate their uniqueness. We want people to become more and more of who God wants them to be. We don't want brothers to be alike. I don't need to be like Suzanne. I need to be what God has called me to be. I need to be the pursuing God to what God has called me to be. And then we unite these unique people under common values. What's a value? It's what's important to us. Suzanne and I talk about that. What's important in our home? What are we going to value in our home? And then we take our unique children and try to unite them under those values. 
such as a value may be we want everybody to be best friends. Okay, so that doesn't mean they're the same to be best friends. We're going to unite them with their uniqueness under unity. Okay, I could talk about this forever, but I'm not. So when we focus on, back to our house, when we focus on our three commitments, pursue God, build relationships, create culture, I've just sat across from you, and in just a few minutes, giving you a roadmap for family. Does that make sense? And now it's like, okay, then the, at the end of our lunch, we're still deciding who's going to pay. We're still deciding, you know, I don't know if it's worth it to you yet. And I'm wondering, it's kind of doing that awkward dance of, you know, if it's coffee, it's easier. If it's a big lunch, it's a little harder. But so we're, we're trying to decide. But, um, but then you say, hey, what's next? What do I do with that information? And the answer is you go deeper. And you take each one of those things and you take it deeper. You learn if you're single, it may be focusing on pursuing God and becoming the healthiest version you can. Maybe you're starting into a relationship and you need to learn more about marriage. Maybe it's starting to read some parent. Maybe you're pregnant with your first child and starting to read about how to connect with my kids in the younger ages or whatever. Wherever it is, it's a process. It's something that we've spent 30 years doing, and now what our ministry does is we like to um, be able to help families implement that in their lives, because here's the deal. We've spent a lot of time, effort, and energy building our family, and I'll tell you, it's worth it. We, we have, um, ah, stop it. A lot of sacrifice. It takes a lot of work. But other than salvation, my family's the greatest gift God's ever given me in my life. And, and so, years ago, yeah, years ago, okay, I said, it was Suzanne and I said, we want to give that gift to others. That we're going to spend the rest of our lives as long as we can giving that gift to others. And so that's what we do at Crazy Cool Family. We, and we refine this message, and we keep refining it, and we keep figuring out how to deliver because we basically want you to have what God's given us, if that makes sense. How do we do it? Pull up that last slide. I mean, we, uh, a few years ago, we wrote a book. It's available out there if you want to purchase it. Uh, we, um, we developed a, uh, a podcast that we do every week called Crazy Cool Family. You're welcome to listen to that podcast and subscribe to it. Uh, we're on social media. Uh, as much as I struggle with that sometimes, the whole creating the content for it, but uh, mainly in um, Facebook and uh, Instagram, so you can join us there. Uh, but I have a special... Um, uh, gift for you today and that we've never done. We're in the process of changing some things. There's a, we actually have a membership site called Basecamp. And what's a membership site? Basically, I mean, think of Netflix. You just, you, you join and uh, you pay so much a month and they, all these contents available to you. Well, we've been selling that for over a year now. And just this summer, God just said, give it away. And um, I was like, really? Uh, and, you know, 
how are you going to pay for the rest of this? And so, but anyway, but so anyway, you can also go to Crazy Cool Family and give to us if you'd like. There's a way to donate. But um, uh, if you, since we're doing this, but but anyway, so but God just said, give it away, and we are going to be obedient to that. I have no idea how that works yet because it's just been this summer we've been trying to do it. So. But what I want to do is, if you'll email us, uh, so what I can do right now, just for you guys, because I'm not ready to launch it, we don't want to launch it unless it's excellent, okay, so, but I really wanted to do something for you guys to take, to help you go deeper if you want to, and so if you will email us to info at crazycoolfamily.com and just say, hey, I want base camp, or I want to go deeper, or whatever, you don't have to, whatever you want to say. We're going to send you a link back, and we'll let you go into Basecamp. And basically what you're going to be able to do is see all of our courses that we've designed that help you go deeper with the house. So we've got a course on the parent-to-kid relationship. We just have a marriage course. We have a course on how to become an encouraging person and parent. All those, and they're little short videos, like 10 to 20 minutes, that maybe a course might be. Uh, four to six videos, and it'll have like 15 to 20 minutes. You can listen to the audio if you don't want to see us, or if you can, uh, or you can watch the videos. Or there's actually some PDFs with it. There's also some other resources there. And so um, we we tend to in our when it was a paid course, we would take people on a journey. What you'll do is just be able to go in and see everything because we're not quite ready to go on the new journey yet. Does that make sense? So just email us to info at crazycoolfamily.com, and we'll, be, we'll send you a link. We'll get you set up. Actually, Macy, y'all know Macy? Y'all know my daughter, Macy? She's in charge of all that, and so she's working for us now. So um, she'll help you get set up, and that's it. You know, so I hope that this has been helpful to you. At whatever stage you are, just think about, you just sat across and just said, hey, here's your roadmap for family. Here's how to do family, because you know what's cool? Everybody can win at this game. God, you know, I, I skipped a scripture, and I want to go back to it because I think it's um, important. Paul tells us in Philippians 2, he says, Not that I've already obtained this or have arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to take hold of it, but one thing I do. And this is true no matter where you are. He says, forgetting what's behind and straightening toward what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. The prize in family is love. It's your family loving God and loving each other and working in harmony together. It's the greatest gift other than salvation God will ever give you. And I invite you to walk with us and with your church to win the prize that God has called you heavenward in Christ Jesus. Can I bless you with a prayer? Would you take that? So, Father, we thank you for the blessing of family. We thank you that you love us so much that you tell us that you are our father and you give us the example of being a parent. And Lord, I thank you so much for all of the families that are represented here today and I pray that everyone would win the prize.
that every child that's ever going to come out of any marriage that's going to, any family that's going to come out of here is going to win the prize that you've called us to in Christ Jesus, that these children would love Jesus with all their hearts, that they would be, that the parents and the children would be connected, that marriages would be transformed, that families would be unified, and the gospel would go forth through the families that are created here at Antioch, Northwest Arkansas. I pray for every person here that we would believe in the vision of family you give us in Matthew 22, that we would love God and love you with all of our hearts, that we would love ourselves with your love, and we would love our neighbors, our family, those most important people, as we love ourselves. I pray this blessing in the name of Jesus. Amen.